Today on the Topping Show, Bud Light make a count tweet. Well, he actually ends up having a negative score. Chris Christie drops out in his final words to curse and trash Donald Trump. Hurts to sell about one-third of their EV fleet in order to replace them with gas-powered vehicles. And Dodge Ram trucks are being recalled thanks to the EPA. All of that much is more on the Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is proudly sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice a day. Gotta say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's a joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of January, so if you click that button, I greatly appreciate it. Now going over to the business, <laughs> excuse me, Going over to the business part of the podcast, you have Hearst to sell about one-third of their EV fleet in order to replace them with good old reliable internal combustion engine, aka gas-powered vehicles. <clears throat> now this comes thanks to their regulatory filing. We found that they were selling approximately 20,000 of their electric vehicles, which equates to about one-third of their EV fleet, and they're getting to replace them with gas-powered vehicles. Now, when asked for comment, they blamed that it was weak demand and high repair cost for the shift in strategy. That's why they decided to sell those, which is kind of hilarious when you think <clears throat> most people, when they talk about electric cars, they claim they have no maintenance and you know, they're just reliable as all, you know, they're, they're great because you don't have to replace the oil. Ooh. Well, yes, but as a wise man once said, there's no such thing as solutions, only trade-offs. Yes, you don't have to change your oil because it's not a control combustion engine in that regard, but it's still hundreds of thousands of components. And of course you have the issues with range anxiety. You have, Issues of downtime, having to sit and wait for that stupid thing to charge. As opposed to a gas vehicle, go to a gas pump, refill in sub a minute, depending on the size of your gas tank. Now, <clears throat> in terms of the, in terms of, they also note that higher depreciation costs after Tesla cut prices and slowing EV sales also factored in Hearst's decision. The CEO, Stephen Storr, said, quote, we may have been ahead of ourselves, unquote. <clears throat> And they said Hertz moved to Slash's EV reverses the company's announcement in 2021 when it said it would purchase 100,000 Tesla vehicles, which, yeah, that that didn't work out too well, now, did it? It's one of those instances where, again, the consumer demand just isn't there. The rate of EV adoption is decreasing. There are more sales, but the adoption rate is decreasing. The largest growing category in the automotive community is still, well, now it's the hybrid technologies, which... Again, they're not that reliable, not great long-term, because again, you have that ginormous depreciable asset known as the battery, which is quite literally, well, the results are explosive, pun moderately intended, but in one of those instances where it's such a high cost to replace that thing, it basically makes the car worthless when the battery goes bad. We might, that might not always be the case because of battery technology evolutions. There's a lot of fascinating engineering going on with the sodium-based batteries. That very well, there may, very well might be a point at which there's no longer the bottleneck and not just recharging the vehicle, but also the maintenance, the cost of ownership. But <clears throat> right now, that's what makes them so unattractive for a lot of people is would you want to spend just as much or actually more for electric vehicle where if that goes bad, the main component of the vehicle goes bad, it's ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars to replace the battery. Now juxtapose that with an internal combustion engine, which Obviously, you know, my preference, every vehicle by default should have three pedals and a manual transmission. It's the most fun you'll ever have bar none. If my car goes bad with me just having a little Honda Civic Si, which I do admire Honda, it only comes with a stick shift. Again, the best default it should be for everything. Well, if that engine goes bad, which 
statistically speaking, it's very unlikely since it's still Japanese engineering and manufacturing. But if it does go bad, you can go to a salvage yard and you can get an internal combustion engine replacement for most vehicles for a couple hundred, maybe 600, 800, a couple thousand dollars. Now, granted, if you blow an engine on a you know vintage 2002 Lamborghini, yeah, you're going to have to spend 35, 40. Yeah, of course, there's always outliers to every situation. But for most consumer vehicles, the average ones, that's a pretty good fix. As opposed to if the battery goes bad, you're spending $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 plus to replace it. Not only that, you have one source for that battery and one source for repairs, which is another detriment to the technology. It's just like a smartphone. You don't really own it. It's big. I mean, they control it completely. So to me, why and in terms of doing a rental fleet, like there are the upsides of EV, tech, EV technologies in terms of it makes it easier to track the vehicles. You can actually control the vehicles remotely with all the new stuff they're putting out. So, I mean, Ford in 2023, they filed a patent so they could actually repo their vehicle remotely, which again, those are, well, I would consider them upside personally, but for the industry, a lot of them see them as upsides and fleet managers would probably like that. So maybe in the future, but again, the consumer adoption just isn't there. And I can't suspect we'll probably see this trend more and more where they're going to hybrids instead. But especially for rentals, you just want to get in, you don't want to think about, you don't want to worry about range anxiety. You don't want to have to worry about charging it for five, 10, 20 hours, whatever it is for some of these. Again, there's a lot of variables. You might not always have a supercharger by you. You might just have a standard, you know, entry level one. So it'll be interesting to see. Let me know, would you ever rent Trying to think of the last time I actually had to rent a vehicle. When was the last time? Was it remote sale? Was it when I was at Aruba Networks for a remote trip in Iowa? I think it may have been it. And again, at that time, I think it was a Ford Escape, which is the fancy term we use for when we call the pejoratively the Ford Escape, which again, you just put gas in it, you drive, really, it's kind of the standard procedure. You don't have to take a whole tutorial about how this special electronic vehicle has all these nuances and all these special things to it. No, it's plug and play without the plug. Pun my really intended. So let me know in the comments, would you ever rent an electric vehicle? Why or why not? And then if you had your preference, what would you rather rent? A good old, you know, maybe a muscle car with three pedals as all vehicles should have by default, or just, you know, electric vehicle. As always, be fascinated here, what you have to say. Now going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have Bud Light Make It Count tweet gets, well, negative score. It didn't really count, some might say. Now this comes thanks to their individual X account, or as fewer and fewer people are calling it, on Twitter. And granted, they didn't use a picture, so it's just text only. And within a couple of days, so again, statistically speaking, I wrote these down, I believe 48 hours after it was, so it's, and it's and reporting on it a couple days later. So it's had time to brew, pun moderately intended. And Bud Light simply said, quote, Today is your last chance to drink beer and watch college football this season. Make it count, unquote. And that got 15,400 views and only 90 likes, which is also known as terrible or pathetic. Now, not to brag, but my video last week got one with 12 likes. Now, granted, mine saw about quality or quantity. My likes are just better. They're just the coolest of the people like them. Just like the coolest of people like this video, guaranteed. Hashtag disclaimer not guaranteed but nevertheless in terms of the Bud Light they also are a multi-trillion dollar evaluated company or multi-billion dollar last time I checked and yet they still can't pull out this nosedive from the Dill Mulvaney incident last April 1st which is the most hilarious day to start a campaign being April 1st because so many people thought it was a joke and then it turned their sales into a joke subsequently losing about 30% of their sales but 
Nevertheless, going to the comments, again, <clears throat> looks like we might have some real ones. Maybe. But we'll look at their profiles to see, are they real? And then, of course, all the ones that are, you know, the most liked comments, spoiler alert, of course, they're all pejorative against Bud Light. Now, the first comment that appears comes from Jacob Roach, and he says, quote, My team didn't make it, so I should be drinking anyways? Still watching the championship game, though. Unquote. Perhaps a lonely alcoholic. So now Bud Light to their well, of course they didn't do a good job in terms of following through. So Bud Light, they are perhaps slowly learning. I mean, they have a lot. Of, I mean, it's hard for them to get make their situation worse. They are improving, perhaps, and I say that because they actually responded to this person, whereas a couple months ago, they I don't know if they were perhaps inebriated by drinking more Bud Light than they could possibly comprehend, or they just didn't exist. But they didn't respond to the comments, which again. If, you're like, if you have a couple of positive comments, in theory, you want to reward that. Although, if you're like me, you just respond to all the comments just because I appreciate everyone who takes the time to tune in. And while it may take me a couple days sometime to get to them, I appreciate everyone's feedback, even if it is a critique of the show to make it better. Now, nevertheless, but like, but like, they did respond. So they responded to Mr. Jacob Roach, and they said, that calls for a cold one. And one person liked the Bud Light response, but no one liked Jacob Roach's response. So Bud Light didn't take the, what is it, a fraction of a second to like the response? It takes quite literally a mouse click. It, or if they're on their smartphone, even easier. They just, it, it takes very, 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 very little effort. Perhaps the Bud Light social media manager, that's just, they don't work out a lot. They just, that moving that couple inches to press that like button, that's too much work for Bud Light perhaps. Or perhaps it is above their pay grade or, other, or perhaps their intellect level. These are all equally valid theories. Now, again, going to Jacob Roach's profile, looks like joined in 2021, so it's not like a new account, has 14 followers, though granted they might be the best, all about, you know me, quality over quantity, uh, described himself as an NFL wrestling peace-loving hippie, he, him, heart emoji. <clears throat> then going to his activity, he is a fan of the sports balls. A lot of things about, what is this? The, what do you call that thing? The basketball? Although that's just to potentially win $500 from someone called JJ Watt, which I did do some research. He has no relation to an electrical company. I thought it'd be a good name for like a light bulb brand for light bulbs sitting in the house, but unfortunately, no, that's not his shtick, apparently. Apparently, he's a fellow sports balls enthusiast or player, I believe. <clears throat> so, a lot of reposts for free stuff, something about the WWE, where you could win, I don't know, what they give away free chairs there, like you could hit people with. That actually would be a good promo, that makes sense. <clears throat> so, it looks like it's a real account, it's not all just asking for free stuff. No. About half his content is asking for free stuff, talking about the Chuck Pagan NFL show, or the Pat McAfee show. Though, disappointingly, it has nothing to do with John McAfee, the OG of cybersecurity. But nevertheless, looks like this person wants free stuff from that show. And it looks like a sports balls enthusiast. Interesting. A positive, real response from a real person? I thought it was good, too good to be true for Bud Light, but might have to print this out and put out might have to print this out and mail it to Brent Whitworth, the former CIA operative who's the CEO of Anheuser-Busch and Bev, or Anheuser-Busch, and just be like, hey, you, you actually do have a positive comment. You might want to frame this and put it in the break room, because it is a rare thing. Now, the second positive one comes from, allegedly comes from Shannon Murray, 
which again, Bud Light did respond. This is, I believe, two times. Out of the 29 comments, Bud Light took two times. They responded twice. And Shannon Murray says, quote, always making it count, unquote. And Bud Light responded saying, quote, good thinking, unquote. Of course, Bud Light, they couldn't take the, what, one-tenth of a second to like this person's response. I mean, this person presumably took some time out of their lonely day or sad life to actually, you know, say something positive about Bud Light. I I hope they're not drinking Bud Light. I, I might have to write them a card just to, you know, tell them, you know, hang in there. Life will get better, I assure you. Statistically speaking, it will. Now, going to Shannon's profile, looks like they are a fan of the Boomer Sooners. Though hopefully not too soon. You never want the, the sports balls games to end, I perhaps might say. Uh, this person joined 2009, so they have been on the Twitter X for quite some time. They have 89 followers. This can't be a coincidence. It's the same thing. They're reposting for the Pat McAfee show, saying how they can win money from that sports ball, not the electrician or the light bulb manufacturer, J.J. Watt. So, and then they're reposting for, what is this? Hunt Brothers Pizza. I wonder if they hunt the ingredients. Like Elmer Fudd. Might be a good time with Looney Tunes, but nevertheless, they're a fan of sports balls, that pizza company, Bush Light. What is this, PlayStation? So this person, wow, they just want everything. So it's everything from raffle ticks to win a Mountain Dew cooler to they're a fan of Disney, which tells you something these days. Actually, they're a fan of everything. They want OU tickets. What is this? Gift card for Chick-fil-A, a sports ball signed by... Bill Sims. Uh, oh, they did repost the Bud Light Sheriff tweet from two, back in December. So again, it looks like of the two top comments thus far, rather not two top comments because no one liked them. Well, I should take that back. They got one like for the first one. The two comments that seem to be moderately neutral to positive, they both come from people who just want free stuff. And not like one category product, not like they're loyal to even one thing. It's just everything they want free. So I would argue that's not really building brand loyalty. It's just finding people who want free stuff. And there are always people who want free stuff. Now, going to other comments, this is the third and final comment I think is moderately neutral. And this comes from Catherine. And she simply said, hashtag easy to celebrate. And I can't but think that's just an automatic thing for Twitter. She sounds familiar. Catherine has 4,000 followers. And she, according to her profile, joined in do, 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 2022. A little bit new of her profile. And she just wants everything free. What is this? Sports laydown? I have no idea what that is. From Wahoo. Lots of sports ball stuff. Oh, she's one of those people who does the hash... That BS hashtag millions profile. Which, again... Everyone seems to be pushing that crap in order to win $100, which I can't imagine shilling for such a small amount of money. I, again, this must be like a, <clears throat> not a free hack. It must be a plug-in where you just have it so that every time there's a mention of a sweepstakes or something, your profile automatically repost it. But of the three that appear to be neutral, or at least the top, they're all, all they don't really seem like they're real authentic people. Now, going to the responses actually has, you know, more than one like. The first one comes from Tom Ferry. And he says, quote, nah, at least it won't be with training water, unquote. That got 18 likes. 
Steve Mill says, quote, still not an apology, unquote. Getting 19 likes. Let's see here. Mortimer Ridiardi says, quote, not your transmission fluid beer, unquote. They got five likes. Stephen Wilson simply did a gif of Steve Carell, I think from The Office, where he's just grimacing as if he's in pain. Perhaps they had a sketch in The Office in which he actually saw Bud Light being opened and approaching him. Actually, no, that probably more concern rather than grimace and disgust. Or perhaps a mix of all the emotions like that. That did get three likes. Blue, or Hey Blue Hawaii says, quote, fire the agency, the girls first, Bud Light is dying, and quote, getting four likes. And I think officially to this day, Alyssa Heiderschild, the, what's, what's, what's the opposite of brilliant? Mentally vacuous, perhaps? The person who decided it would be a good idea to, she didn't like that, she was a former marketing director, manager at Anheuser Bush, and she thought Bud Light was too fratty. She said that on camera, and she said she wanted to change the brand. She certainly did, subsequently lost about 30% of the sales when she decided to pay Don Mulvaney, $185,000 for a couple of photos and a video. Talk about a negative ROI, to say the least. That might be a fun math calculation later. And yeah, but that sort of kind of shows how messed up the laws and legal system is in the United States. Energy Bush, they're scared that she might fire, she might sue the company for her ineptitude. So legally, they're saying she's on a leave of absence. She has not been fired. Which, if you cost a company over a billion dollars in lost sales, you should be able to confidently fire them like that. I mean, of all the times to fire an employee, talk about a prime example. Lost over a billion dollars in sales. They lost, I mean, all the brand recognition, all the loyalty evaporated. So of all the times to fire an employee, you would think that would be an appropriate one where you don't have to worry about getting sued. But in the United States, of course, you have to. Someone named Actors Posting Their Else says, quote, We won't forgive you until you apologize, unquote. They got six likes. Jesse responded with a picture of Dill Mulvaney's address and a, what do you call it, a, a, it's like a bow tie for your hair? And the text below Dill Mulvaney says, quote, Dil pretends to be a woman, and juxtaposed to the right of that picture is a picture of a Bud Light bottle, and it says, pretends to be a beer, unquote. That got 18 likes. A lot of gifs of celebrities. Who is it? Dumb and Dumber. I think it's Jim Carrey. That's from D Bad A's. There's a gif and it's him about to throw up. That got three likes. Ed Grimley's fan posted, Will it be him? And it's a before and after Bud Light juxtaposition of a gentleman and then Michelle Obama. And the before is the gentleman and the after is... Michelle Obama, which is reference to the conspiracy theory, or the, the conspiracy theory that people think Michelle is really a Mike. Uh, that did get four likes. Go F yourself, says, quote, says the trans beer you talking tonight, unquote, getting eight likes. John Bowen says, quote, might sell four pack with all the people still drinking your gay beer, unquote, getting three likes. Let's see here. Jason O'Hara says, quote, was it worth it? You lost market share and you won't get it back until you apologize. Unquote, getting three likes. Lee Braun says, quote, haven't had a Budweiser project in a year. Crazy what DEIBS can do. Unquote, getting four likes. Let's see here. 
as I continue to scroll down more and more, it's just negative upon negative upon negative. And I don't see this trend turn around anytime soon, but as I always say, time shall tell. Now going over to the political part podcast, last week you had Chris Christie dropping out. He just will, he will no longer be in contention to get the Republican nominee. And he of course he uses his final words and never get what's guess what he does to trash Donald Trump. Because that was basically his whole campaign. Now he does have a little text before this, thankfully it's only a twenty-eight second video. Perhaps of all the times you don't want to see a visual, this would perhaps be the key time is when Chris Christie is speaking, or attempting to speak. Before the video, Chris Christie says, quote, I promise you this, I will make sure that in no way do I enable Donald Trump to ever be president of the United States again. That's more important than my own personal ambition, unquote. Right. And this did, as youth might say, go viral. It got over a million views on his individual ex-Twitter account. And those numbers were written. I wrote these numbers. These statistics were written down after 24 hours of posting. So plenty of time for the numbers to expand. Pun moderately intended. Because I want to promise you this. I am going to make sure that in no way do I enable Donald Trump to ever be president of the United States again. And that's more important than my own personal ambition. He's not very good at social media. In theory, you use the text before the video to perhaps give you a hint of what the video is going to be out or expand upon a point in the video or highlight a particular part, but he literally just, he typed out just exactly what he said, which, well, I guess did get 1.1 million views specifically, although interestingly enough, in terms of the like ratio, it got 15,000 likes, which probably most people are liking that because he's dropping out. Now, he does have, I don't know if they're hostages, but there are some people behind him appearing to maybe clap and maybe that is just everyone clapping because he's done. But I mean, they, no one looks happy or excited, which I guess if you're a Chris Christie supporter, perhaps you are sad. Although I've never met a Chris Christie supporter. I've met people who legitimately think Biden is a good president. I've met people who legitimately think Trump was a good president. I've never met anyone who really is a fan of Chris Christie. Maybe he's big in New Jersey. Well, big pun intended, but let me know, have you ever met someone who's a big fan of Chris Christie? Like, they really want him to be president. Let me clarify. Do you know anyone who is more in the middle or Republican who is a fan of Chris Christie? I, I've never seen them. And on the show, we coined the, the Chris Christie effect, a social media phenomenon, a mathematical outlier in which on social media, there are some times where he got zero positive responses, which, again, is nearly impossible because you have to consider, I mean, in theory, he has family, he has friends, he has Allegedly, he had a campaign staff. I don't know if he really, really did based on the results and what little they actually did. But allegedly, he had all those things in his life. And yet, there's some times where not a single person said anything, gave him any positive accolades or said anything nice in the comments section. But perhaps I'm alone as a suspension, but let's go ahead and go in the comments and see more. Republicans against Trump, which A-plus for marketing, you know exactly what they're all about. They responded. They're the top comment. They say, quote, Thank you for standing up to Trump and MAGA and speaking the truth. Please keep speaking out, unquote. 
that got 673 likes, which looking back on all the things Chris Christie has ever done in terms of social media, I'm pretty sure that's the most positive interaction or most liked response ever for his social media. And again, there are people in the Republican Party who disdain Trump and Chris Christie. Basically, that was his whole base in terms of who he's appealing to. And not to say I called it. I mean, I certainly was not original in this thought or this conclusion. But there's just not enough of those people to get the Republican nominee. I mean, that's why the people who are winning the Republican nominee are ahead in the polls. They're all either neutral with Trump or they're even agreeing with Trump. I think that's why Vivek has a lot of support, relatively speaking. I think DeSantis, he's becoming more and more critical of Trump which I think is actually, that's why his poll numbers have gone down. He started around 30-ish percent in January 2023 in the poll aggregator, and now DeSantis is down to around 12%, which, yeah, in terms of business aptitudes and marketing aptitudes, he shot himself in the high-heeled boot with a 50 caliber, to say the least. Now, again, going back to the comment section, though, starting off strong in terms of someone, you know, they did praise Chris Christie. Um, he said, you know, thank you for speaking the truth. I mean, if I wanted to hear someone just critique Donald Trump all the time, I would just listen to CNN or someone politically on the left or in the middle. I mean, I think, I mean, Chris, excuse me, Chris Christie did find those people, but it wasn't enough to get the nominee, obviously. He's never even broke 4% in the poll aggregator. Now, going back to the comments, you have Joe, and she says, quote, I don't believe you, I don't trust you, and I never will, unquote. They got 443 likes. Let's see here. Nice meal. Yeah. Oh, this is perhaps one of the best or most entertaining highlights from the previous debates with Chris Christie and Vivek. Maximus fed up with the U.S. He says, quote, Vivek had your number. He saw right through you. He left you speechless, unquote. And this gets 878 likes. So, of course, Chris Christie, you know, ratio to say the least. But we'll play this eight-second clip. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage. Enjoy a nice meal. Yeah. And get the hell out of this yeah, place. I'm suspending this campaign. So do... Uh, as you might say, I think that one video will also go viral as well. Pissed off Patriot says, quote, Well, you didn't pull above 6%, so there's that. Unquote, getting 285 likes. Let's see here. RT says, quote, No one cares. That's why you're gone. Unquote, getting 137 likes. Discussion Room says, I think you you overestimating... Uh, let me go ahead and reset that. Again, I am not a... Doctor, however, if you click the subscribe button, it very well may assist with my speaking ineptitudes, my stuttering, and speaking too fast. I just have a theory. It's overall, if you watch the first couple videos and your progression as you have more subscribers, speaking has gotten a little bit better. Granted, still a lot for improvement, but if you click that button, I believe it very well may assist. And I appreciate you doing it as well. Now, going back to the comment from the discussion room, they say, quote, I think you're overestimating your influence on the GOP. Most people in the GOP don't care what you think, which is why you're dropping out. Unquote. I got 647 likes. Bernard Carrick says, quote, this guy is a sick man. Unquote. Getting 468 likes, which he probably should have clarified because physically speaking, Chris Christie, given his health, given his weight, statistically speaking, he does have some health issues, but I wonder if he also means mental as well. Some people might argue that he's Trump derangement syndrome or TDS, perhaps. But nevertheless, go back to the comment section. The Texas one, who does not get an A-plus for marketing, they do not have a picture of Texas, a cowboy hat, or a Shiner beer, or anything in the profile picture. It's just a regular hat, and a guy just, I guess he's in the forest or somewhere. 
So this alleged the Texas one says, quote, you and your 0.0089% of voters won't be noticed, unquote. They got 1,000 likes and appears to be the top response thus far. Rodriguez says, see you later, and it's an AI-generated image of Chris Christie with his hands full of donuts, and he's walking out of a bakery. The bakery is filled with Chris Christie signage. They got, again, 464 likes. Let's see here. The Detroit Trader says, quote, Chris, why do you hate Trump so much? Most of America people want Trump as president. You going against him is going against the people, unquote, getting 527 likes. Let's see here. Gretchen Smith says, quote, millions of Americans support President Donald Trump. We will work harder than you to get him back in office. You are one man. You are, we are a legion, unquote. That got 254 likes. Org conservative Americans says, quote, good, ri good riddance to bad rubbish, unquote, getting 487 likes. A lot of AI generated images of Chris Christie. I don't know if this is the, you know, per scale or one-to-one -one scale, but it's a very large man running after a KFC chicken. But looks like those are getting about 400 views or 400 likes. Let's see here. Do one or two more here. Jones says, quote, We explicitly warned you that you would never hold the position of president. I sincerely hope that the illicit payments you accepted in order to criticize Trump were truly worth it because your character is utterly despicable, unquote. They got 212 likes. We'll do. Page says, quote, you should endorse Biden. You already disqualified your former opponents in your speech. It's going to take all of us to get rid of Trump and Trumpism in this country. Walk the talk, unquote. That did get 476 likes. So it does look like there are a couple positive ones, though, in terms of the vast quantity. They're just all, all negative. A lot of parody pictures using AI. So it'll be interesting to see where these votes go in terms of for the Republican nominee. And again, today's a big day. Again, Iowa caucuses. We'll see how that hammers out. But in terms of the poll aggregators, are the people going to start moving their votes? Because again, those people who are supporting Chris Christie, they're going to go somewhere. I would guess they're probably going to go over to DeSantis as DeSantis has been increasing his critique of Trump. And same with Nikki. The only candidate that really isn't ratcheting up their critique of Trump is Vivek Ramaswamy. So I think I think those most likely where those votes to be going. Although let me know in the comments be fascinated here as always what you have to say. Uh, going over to the business blunder of the day, you have Ram trucks being recalled due to the EPA affecting potentially six hundred thousand Ram pickup trucks. Now this comes to us, and they note it from NPR, which granted they're a little. A little more skewed than usual and they note that the department of justice released details about settlement with engine manufacturer cummings inc that includes a mandatory recall of 600,000 rand trucks that the cummings remedy environmental damage it caused when it illicitly installed emissions control software in several thousand vehicles skirting emission testing good example of rules for thee but not for me just uh, go buy a government vehicle off the surplus market and kind of see how they're configured hint you're neutered they're not now, they noted that Cummings is accused of circumventing emission testing through devices that can bypass or defeat emissions controls. They note that the engine manufacturer will pay a $1.675 billion civil penalty to sell the claims previously announced in December, the largest ever secured since the Clean Air Act, in addition to its $325 million on remedies. Looks like that brings the company's total 
pe penalty for the violation is more than two billion per the announcement when officials from the u.s justice department environmental protection agency california air Re um, resources board and the california attorney general called it a landmark in a call with reporters the california ag said quote let this settlement be a lesson we won't let Greedy corporations cheat their way to success and run over the health and well-being of consumers and our environment along the way, unquote. That's from uh, California AG Rob Ron Bonta. Interesting name. Almost as ridiculous as something called topping. Oh, wait. Nevertheless. They note that over the course of a decade, hundreds of thousands of Ram 2500 and 3500 pickup trucks manufactured by Stellantis were equipped with Cummings diesel engines that incorporated the bypassing engine control software. This includes 630,000 installed with illegal defeat devices and 330,000 equipped with an undisclosed auxiliary emission control devices. They, they know that officials could not estimate how many of those vehicles are currently on the road, but Cummings, which has maintained that he has not done anything wrongdoing, must undergo a nationwide recall of more than 600,000 vehicles. Now, again, there are many business blunders here. And kind of feel for Cummings considering they're a diesel manufacturer and for years the government has a war on diesel well I should clarify that on consumers ability to have reliable diesel engines as they bolt on more things to in the short term some might argue help the environment on a very small scale but I would argue you also detrimentally make the vehicles less and less reliable thereby making them disposable and that's why a good old diesel from you know decades ago those things are so humming and roaring pretty good more recently, not so much. You have to include a bunch of things like DEET and all that. It's one of those things a wise man by the name of Thomas Sewell once said, there's no such thing as solutions, only trade-offs. And when it comes to this diesel manufacturer, I mean, their back is up against a wall. I And all these companies are really hurting, especially the American companies. I should say the legacy American companies, the big three. The big three being General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. Ford, a couple of I think it's fiscal Q4 or 2023, they noted that they might be fined over a billion dollars by the EPA if they don't increase the fleet average of their vehicles and decrease their tailpipe emissions, aka destroying and killing ice engines in favor of EVs, which again, EVs damage the environment in different ways. Just, just look up on Google or Brave Search an image of a lithium mine. They're not, uh, they're not all great for the environment, but a lot of people, unfortunately, are very short-sighted in terms of I forget the acronym, but there's something called Not In My Back Door or Not In My Backyard. And in that case, they just say, oh, yeah, it's happening in another country. It's fine. We can do that. We're, we're, our, our land is nice and clean and fancy here. But it'll be interesting to see. Again, these companies aren't really coming together. They're not really – they don't appear to be doing any really effective marketing or really effective legislating or lobbying to kind of let the average consumers know that vehicles are becoming less reliable in part – because of these different emission standards, all while you know China and India pollute more than you can possibly fathom. But at the end of the day, it seems like the average American consumer is the one that is being bullied the most. And also at the end of the day, you could debate what's the long-term ramifications either way. It's an instance where it's forcing these vehicles to become less reliable. And I don't think a lot of people realize how much government interference there is and how much scrutiny there is. And of course, this makes the company look terrible because again, they did Circumvent the, they, these devices made it so that the vehicle falsely appeared to adhere to this act. And I don't know if they should have just legislated the, you know, let people know about this act before the pa act was passed. It looks like a couple of these acts were passed a little while ago. The Clean Air Act, one of the acts that they claim that they 
violated, though, again, part of the settlement is that they're not admitting any wrongdoing. It also means they don't have to spend years in court. There's That's why, in terms of settlements, that's why there's a lot of pros and cons to them, but the pros is you don't spend a lot of time in court. The headline is usually short-lived because, again, if you're in court, you're getting updates on the cases, you're getting news. There's a lot of advantages to settling, and you also don't admit wrongdoing. Now, they know that one of the acts that they may have violated was the Clean Air Act, or I should say allegedly violated, which is a federal law enacted in 1963 to reduce and control air pollution around the nation, requiring car and engine manufacturers to comply with the emission limits to protect the environment and human health. And they also note that, trying to find the specific act, because California is well, and California wants to make gas engines illegal, I believe by 2030, was it 35? Now, they also, they also passed a law to ban gas generators. So once your Tesla goes bad and you can't charge it because they don't know how to manage their electric grid, well, then you can't even charge it using a generator because those are illegal. Rather than you sale of that is illegal. I'm sure they'll probably go door to door and confiscate those machines sometime in the future. It's not a lot of own possibility. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, it's gotta be rough being a diesel manufacturer. The main product you make, which used to be all reliable and all strong, you have great towing capacity and it's just being regulated, get regulated rather more and more and more. And it's being regulated out of existence. So it'll be interesting to see this Cummins start to increase their research development to electric vehicle and hybrid technologies. It'll be interesting to see, but again, this whole thing that certainly is the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in again, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of January. So if you click that button, I greatly appreciate it. Also leaving a comment is a great way to give me some additional feedback. Let me know how I can make the show better and better. Also a thumbs up, great way to help with the YouTube algorithm, get the, sure the video gets shared more and more. Lastly, don't forget to take time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone, just stay safe, fight the good fight.